following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have. Yes, I'm Ryder Rail Maddox. And. Your wonderful data monkey, Culper. And bringing up the rear. It's Kaboos Jr. You, you, you sound. I don't... I'm stretching. I need to get ready. <laughs> what you getting ready for, man? Work. Work. You got a job? Yeah, I do. But word on the street is sounds busting no your balls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well these are balls of titanium. You're gonna have a hard time busting them, bro. <laughs> Bring alcohol. Speaking of jobs, apparently Paul was working at this moment, and he waited until pretty much right before we recorded to inform me of this. Woohoo! No, Paul. Yeah, baby. Ow! Yeah. Fuck you, Paul. Less tangents, the better. <laughs> uh, oh boy! <laughs> Less tangents. Uh, you say it, that. I don't care. <laughs> I said it. I'm owning it. That's right. You own that shit. Well, Caboose can only be with us very shortly because he uh, he he's working. And uh, Colt's here. Haven't had Colt on for a while. Data monkey, want a banana? Yep. Want a banana? No, thank you. I'm just glad because I noticed that my recording cold. settings were wrong it's beforehand. That way, I wouldn't have had a completely dead recording for Sketch. I got it. Monkey is going to eat the freaking banana. There is no freaking way you're not going to eat the banana on this podcast. I would like a banana cream pie. You can't have banana cream pie. You eat your banana, you'd be happy. Uh, it's, healthy. it's healthier, babe. Uh, fine. I probably need the potassium. <laughs> Yeah, right. I would like some banana flavored. Real talk, banana bread is delicious. You know, I, need to make I don't some. mind banana bread. I've never been a huge fan of banana in general. Like so much for tangents. Like, 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 stay away from bananas. Stay away from banana flavored things like banana flavored yogurt. Ugh. Yes. Ugh. So God, bad. I hate artificial banana flavor. Ugh. Yeah. I had a banana milkshake yesterday. That, but if that was actually that made with bananas, then it's all right. Oh, it was so delicious, man. They put man. bananas in, like, every smoothie. Hey, dude. There's nothing like going to Planet Smoothie and getting a banana smoothie, man. What is this, the Donkey Kong podcast? <laughs> it pretty much is, man. Bananas and sex. Because my balls are Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong sorry. Tropical Those Freeze on Switch. It's good. Just as good <laughs> as it was on the yeah, Wii U when so you bad. didn't buy it. Now with uh, Funky Kong DLC. Oh yeah, special oh. Funky. It's not DLC. It's in the. It's, you get it right with the game. It's not DLC. Mm. I mean, you could think of it as DLC because you're paying full price for the game again if you bought it on the Wii U, which didn't. Running gag. <laughs> Poor yep. Wii U. Uh, Switch is just so much better. Well, that was a tangent. Yes, yeah, yes, it was. But it was a good tangent. Speaking of random tangents, Pop Team Epic! It premiered, and I have one question for you gentlemen. Are you upset? No. I'm not upset. It's good. Not really. It's, it's good. It's something new. And it's not Kai. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sweet anime Jesus. No more Kai. As I joke, agreed. Totally agreed. This is what happens right. when you wish for no more Dragon Ball Hour using the monkey's paw. <laughs> Damn right, I use the I use the monkey's paw, man. Fuck that shit. Banana, banana, banana. Yeah, Pop Team Epic is I, an I experience. Still... Yeah, it's an experience. I'm just, I, I was just kind of surprised when they made the announcement. I was just like, I, I. Okay, I really can't complain about it. I just kind of feel it's a low-reaching fruit, but 
Sure, it's diversity. I'll take it at this point. And we don't have Kai anymore, so it's a win then. Thank yeah, God. like you, you should definitely not complain about anything, Mister. Get rid of Kai. Play something other than action. They did both right, those right, things. Right. Yes, you're right. Being, I, 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 I will agree to that. For the time being, I will, I will like cop to that. Bitching. Won't hear cult bitching for a little while. Damn data monkey. That depends on what. That depends on what replaces JoJo. Dude, I swear, you complain about something else, man. I am going to come through the fucking computer screen. I am going to pull off my building. I'm going to proceed to beat your ass like an abusive black father. Oof. Wow. I mean, honestly, I'm going to probably hold off the full until after or, or until what replaces JoJo. Because at this point, it's surprised that we got MHA, but I would have figured we'd have gotten it at some point, if not for the supposed lockout. Pop Team Epic is like, Okay, sure, yeah, I feel you're chasing a fan base. Whatever replaces JoJo will ultimately end up stipifying whether I would call this a net win or a net loss. I'm hoping but you won't something diverse much. replaces... Fuck no. <laughs> I'll slice someone who considers that. I mean, not to get too far into nope, it, nope. but um, nope. JoJo's probably going to get replaced by Attack on Titan. Yeah. <laughs> would we have the doves by then, though? Sure. Definitely by then. Possibly Food Wars, maybe? <laughs> oh, man. I wish. There should be nothing holding back Food Wars now. <laughs> exactly, dude. We're going to get the Sentai Power Hour back. <laughs> Sentai Power just Hour. Happy we're finally with Made in Abyss and Food Wars. Let's make it happen. Exactly. Now, I would be very happy if I could get some Infinite Stratus. I mean, I don't feel like that show holds up that well. I don't okay. don't get me wrong; it's entertaining. To to the top five at this point, but that that second season <laughs> it ended on a cliffhanger, which hurt my fucking feelings. I guess it you know ran out of material to adapt. They could have adapted kind of more, weird. man. I don't know. Let's let's not get into it. But no, yeah, we're not. I um, I really enjoyed all of the bumpers that Toonami did for Pop Team Epic. <laughs> they are very on point. Yes. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> as you're finishing Fully Cooly, <laughs> Pop Team Epic is next. Not that much can prepare you for it. <laughs> Pretty much. Beautiful. They've always been on, on, on the ball with the bumpers. Beautiful. I just... And even in the lineup promo, at midnight, Pop Team Epic does stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Man, the, uh, it was a four-page um, four comma or whatever they call it that got turned into an anime. It'll never work, as we all spin our fidget spinners in evil tones. I love the concept of an evil production that's... committee in the shadows. I think that's that's really, really great. God, the... The fidget spinners, it really shows how dated it is because you really don't you really don't see fidget spinners anymore. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in Japan apparently last year and it mm. got held over until the next winter season. Because I've also heard this that originally it was supposed to just be a just a quarter hour show. But they ended up booking a half-hour slot, so they were like, uh, let's just redo the first short with different voices and a few other changes. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Exactly. Free planning, <laughs> folks. <laughs> More like laziness, but it's okay. More like deceiving okay both. Tender touches. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. It is, uh... That is very similar to the, you've probably never heard of it, Adult Swim short series, Tender Touches. Okay, I put it to you like this. I hated fucking Super Milk Chan. I would take Pop Team Epic over this any goddamn day. Well, that's that's good. Dude, I fucking hate it. Repeat. I fucking hated Super Milk Chan, man. That shit was the most annoying shit in the world, dude. I would have rather shot myself in the fucking balls and then castrated myself. 
You know, honestly, it's been so long since I've seen that show that I feel like I might actually enjoy it now. No, you win. But it, it, it was a good series, but there were some interesting dates to it now, especially when you get to like some of the later episodes where things got swapped around because of the way the timeline worked. But I, I, I think you're confusing I, I that with Shin Chan. All right, yeah, you're right. I'm gonna put it to you like this: with Super Milk Chan, it was like the same episode every fucking damn week. <laughs> I never saw any fucking difference in it. That's just how fucking mundane it was to me, dude. It was like the fucking Kenny G of fucking anime, man. Eventually, it starts to be the same. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Okay, yeah, let me stop. Okay. <laughs> right, <Yeah. on> Tanjiro. <laughs> so, uh, I like how Adult Swim describes the first episode of Pop Team Epic on their websites. Get ready to fall in love, idols, high school, and just kidding! Thought this was a slice of life? Think again, punk. Don't be upset. Peep and me and Popico are here to ruin everything. Very, very <laughs> accurate. That they did. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm just yeah. curious, because this is 12 episodes. 12, 13, right? 12 episodes. So about three months, which means we'll get about October-ish. October, November. Um, Roughly. I think it actually ends in September. July, August. Yeah, so it'd, it'd be about early October, not including breaks for, like, Memorial Day and stuff. Or Labor Day. Sorry, wrong one. Yeah, so they'll definitely get something else before the end of the year. And what replaces yeah, I was this? just curious. That's going to be a good question. <laughs> well, given the fact that there's not much competition and they're constantly winning time slots, I don't see why they couldn't continue diversifying. Diversify your bonds. Sorry. Bad moment. Yeah. yeah, they certainly could try some other things. <clears throat> well, I mean, I just find it hilarious how it's like, we're constantly winning the time slots, and I'm actually, even with the current ratings that came out off, off of the Reddit and, and the show buzz, I'm just like, okay, out of curiosity, control F, 12 P, or 12 AM, nothing. Okay, how about this one? Nothing. I'm sitting there going, so nothing in the top 150 even had actual competition with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Just curious there. Hey. Dude, so long as it's doing well. It's, that's it's not like there aren't other things airing at those times. There's just not yeah, but other if you look... cable premieres. I, eh, I still think it's a... Yeah, whatever. We're not going to go into that. No, we're not. I won't go into that at this point. Yes, please don't. Though yeah, uh, to all of you who said getting rid of Dragon Ball Kai will definitely improve the ratings of the other shows, yeah, you might want to dial it back on that thought. <laughs> and that's as far as I'm going to discuss that because we only have one week of data. You know, things can change. <laughs> anyway, Pop Team Epic is an experience, and I think everybody should give it a shot. Like I wrote in my uh, editorial, I don't think it's for everyone. It's definitely an acquired taste, and it's it's definitely not everybody's type of humor. But I think I think a lot of the the tsunami viewers will appreciate at least some of the references. And then there's the whole debate of it's if it's just a reference and it's not really a joke, then is it actually funny? Well. I don't know. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> but I enjoy it. I do think it's really going to test the audience with the built-in rerun. And I think we've already seen evidence of that. But we'll see. We'll see. It's a, it's a fun show, though. I mean, it's just great that something this wacky is airing at all. <laughs> this... It's a yes. wonderful time to be alive. <laughs> well, I I, I, I would agree. And again, I mean, I was hoping for diversity in some form. I'm just happy we're getting this. I just hope that this trend continues even after PTE leaves. <laughs> Swung a little harder to the other direction than you thought they would, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I, 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 but that's I, how I adults expecting diversity, rules, but... right? 
that's how they do. In most cases, yes, but I would honestly, I would have figured it would have been not that hard. I mean, I would have expected something diverse, but it, but it was like hot team epic, and I'm like, ah, uh, okay, that's going all the way the other direction. Yes. Okay, sure, it's diversity. I can't complain. Yes, and and uh, also, like I said in the editorial, I think something like this is more appropriate for a block like Toonami than your average high school slice of life's romance shtick. Which, you know, this show also throws a little bit in for good measure. So let's get to them talkbacks. Uh, yes. Carius writes in, so how did everyone like Hoshiro Girl Drop? Yeah. I would like to see that turn into an anime. Like, 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 legitimately from the same guys, just actually do that as a full-blown anime, and then just reference Pop Team Epic back into it. Just do the full-blown back-and-forth joke. I, I want that. I want that. Because, as they keep showing, because showing the previews of Girl Drop is just a thing that they do in every episode. And by the way, I'm a little surprised that those were left in. And... I'm not sure if they're going to be kept in beyond that, but I hope so because I hope that's they part are. of the joke. <laughs> the opening, however, will they'll they'll get a Pop Team Epics actual opening next week, which I'm sure will play in full at least one time, maybe more. Kind of depends. It's it's weird how they uh, got things. They shortened both of the versions of the ending. And there's special endings for this show, so I don't know how they're going to handle some of that. But I trust that uh, they know what they're doing. And if not, the audience will remind them like usual. Oh, they'll do it. We know you'll be vocally mad, Cole. People are already mad that they shortened the ending. Deal with it. Oh, we're already on track. I could care less about that stuff. I just enjoy it when... Like every other couple of months, you start like Jason makes a, a a quote going, "Yes, we understand this. We're looking into it. We're sorry." Because you just get all the fans just railing at him or the or on the Reddit where it's like, "Why was this cut?" It's like because shit happened. Oh uh, yeah, they, uh, they y'all need to just it. hire me as the NFG guy so I can just respond back to people. <laughs> Currently, this time there is no fucks to give. Let me calculate that for you. See, you carry the X and the Y over here. No fucks given. Fine. Exactly. I honestly miss Jason using that old shotgun picture. Uh, that was, that was <laughs> shotgun win? Yeah. So, uh, Trapezoid writes in, Everyone that wanted Slice of Life on Toonami should be rejoicing at Hoshiro Girl Drop. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Sure. Okay. There's actually a, a skit coming up a few episodes from now with a really great parody of a slice of life show like Hoshiro Girl Drop is straight slice of life show as it would be idols high school hijinks that kind of thing but they have a bit where they turn the whole thing on its head and it's fantastic I really enjoyed that bit made of plastic well they reference Gundam models Well, you know, she wanted to see my tall geese while I put in her Epion. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Linking repeatedly. Luis Sija Jr. writes in, I didn't like it at all. Hoshiro Girl Drop would have been better. Shut up. Nobody asked you. I, I'm actually genuinely curious as, as, as the split regarding that announcement. I would feel it's it's more toward it. people are actually excited slash happy, but I would actually like to have seen what the actual split was on that one. I, I don't read the Reddits very often, though. Oh, uh, well, as per usual, it's typically uh, like 66% yeah and 33% what? <laughs> Might have been a little different on this one. Uh, Sidurzo5 writes in, what did he think of Pop Team Epic? And gave an image of Spider-Man saying, what in the goddamn fuck? <laughs> because now I am your one true god. Keep it moving. <laughs> Tsunami Gamer wrote in, my neighbor, peep me Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Oz writes in, The pure insanity and meta jokes are off the wall for Pop Team Epic. It's the first time I'm seeing this chaos, and I'm glad it's airing on Toonami. And so are we. Fabulous Jules writes in, Toonami is known for bringing us bold new animation experiences, Interstellar 555, Space Dandy, etc., that are sometimes deeply unique. Pop Team Epic is a continuation of that, and the fans should be happy. They should, but they're not. I mean, some are happy. You know what I mean. Or rather, some are not upset. Uh, you know, be honest with you, I could carry either way. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of it, but it I, it has certain aspects that did make me laugh. But you know, like I said, it's not something I would readily watch. You know, saying oh, you know, sing his praises like that. I'm just glad to see the diversity. All right, I gotta ask, Pop Team Epic or Bobo Bo? Mm. I would have to say Pop Team Epic because. Shorter, if only because given the rate of once a week, I think Bobo Bo would just take too long. I forget how long Bobo Bo was, though. Bobo Bo was 76 episodes, and they all aired on Toonami. Mm. Yeah, there's that, too. I'd, I'd have to say PTE because it's more recent and it's shorter, which means we can get other shows like it. Or I mean, I'm not asking if what to air on Toonami now. No, I'm asking choice. <laughs> If it was a more apt choice for Toonami, or just if it was a better show. Honestly, I, I like Boba Bo better, but I know Darrell does not like Boba Bo, so I between the two, wanted though, to poke the bear. <laughs> between the two. Whew. It's hard to say, God. Um, I'm imagining Boba that Bo. image of the guy with the cloth and the sweat. I was gonna say that's another reminder of what you're going to. Even though that is usually dabbing the forehead while the description of a sexy image. (laughs) In this case, I would literally go with Bobo Ball on this one, though. Whoa! (laughs) Nothing against Pop Team Mimic, but I would actually go with Bobo Ball. You have. You have made the correct choice. Many lives were spared. Spared. <laughs> exactly. That's me when I drink alcohol. Be for chicken. Be for chicken. <laughs> oh, of course I did tweet out a, a state, though. When we did. <laughs> my favorite... Yeah, I think my favorite line delivery in that first episode was with the, the Sabbath and Ian Sinclair cast. And... There, there's that bit where they're like, "How much do you like me?" <laughs> like, do you like me? And and Sabbath's Popico oh. goes, "I'm smitten." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm smitten. They had I, so much fun with that. Dog. Oh, they totally had like... so much fun with it. That is a reason enough to watch one both versions, but also any episode of this show just to let. Just to enjoy all of these voice actors having a ball. Because they clearly are. Not, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, both, it's, both... There are just certain moments where I just sit there and, and I'm just like, okay, you had to have enjoyed the whole day being in there because it wasn't, like, following any real sense of concept. It's it just, okay, here's a line, say it like this. Yay! <laughs> you just, just give multiple takes and they're looking at all the takes and you're just having a blast. You get paid up front. Yay. Ah, very entertaining line delivery. (laughs) Who knew that Justin Brainerd could do such a convincing girl voice? (laughs) That's our our deck. We're getting past that stigmata. (laughs) We're finally getting past that stigmata where young boys have to be voiced by women characters. (laughs) Well, I mean, this this is a young girl and... Yeah, my my friend says that he doesn't think that the that the jokes resonate as well with the male voices. He thinks it's funnier when it's the female voices. But I don't know. I I I I like it. I like it both ways. It's yeah, it's two things. Yes, it does. 
It's, uh, it's good. It's entertaining. It's crazy, crazy, silly stuff. And, uh, you know, I feel like the, the community really needed something like this to be like, whoa, that was different. <laughs> it actually gets your attention at this point. Because when you sit there and see Pot Team Ever on Tsunami, your first bridge is going to be like, Huh. Huh. They pulled another <laughs> Hamtaro over here. Yeah. Because I said that once before. It, it It's like, I could see this going the way of, like, Shin-Chan, possibly, where it's, it's a good show, but it doesn't fit the block. And I'm like, I could see that happening, but, hey, at least it got your attention at this point. So I'll take that. So, like, the mods aren't here. Play Pop Team Epic. <laughs> 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 Correction, the mods brought us Pop Team Epic. <laughs> that's, that's that's Adult Swim. I mean, do you, do you think it uh, makes the block stale? I think not. No, no, no. definitely It makes the block uh, they made they, do, they made two big moves on the path <laughs> to being less stale. That's for sure. And we shall make oh, Prince yeah, like, again, that's what makes me wonder what's replacing JoJo at this point. It's like, okay, we've already gone two good ideas. What's the third and final one? Uh, how many episodes do we have left with JoJo? Like, four? Oh, well, I mean, until recent news, there was... Oh, you mean how many episodes are left? It ends in August. I wouldn't be surprised okay. if they doubled up the finale like they did previously. They, they could very well do that, in which case it would end the first week of August or the second week of August. Okay. And Dandy would end either the same week or the week before. Huh. So, there could be changes. I mean, if they deem Pop Team Epic an epic failure after a couple of weeks, it could end up getting pushed later. Or, But given it's only 12 episodes, I think they're just going to write it out. Yeah, I, I don't see that. I, I mean, they've right, I mean it, if, it's not it, like they it, aren't it's somehow doing badly right in front of it, right? <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. that I mean, I, I figured it was an inevitability, but when they got rid of DBZ Kai, I, I had just a little bit of hope that they wouldn't do it. <laughs> Burning shit. Yeah, Sounds like it. Yeah, you know, apparently. I was gonna say I was hearing something, but I wasn't sure if that was on my end or not. That's, that's no, what I mean to my mic. That's my bird. Going on upstairs. <laughs> okay. It nah, is Fourth I... of July, everybody. <laughs> True. Baking True. is going on. All you're out there listening to this. Like, yeah. I just. I, all I, I would, gotta say, I is... would honestly. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You got the floor. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. I'm on like a like a nine millisecond delay with this freaking Adobe Audition, but it makes my voice sound clear my, right next to my computer. But I mean, if if PTE is doing that badly, they've done worse with Black Clover when it started. I mean, they've been able to eat a lot of shit at this point and still somehow get away with it when it comes to like certain shows and ratings. It's just, uh, I don't see it moving. Well, I mean, Black Clover did move, but it's also a eventually episode show. Uh, but the thing is, I actually like Black Clover, and actually being able to hit a dub over the sub saved me from hating that show. I feel that uh, is the case for a lot of people. <laughs> Dude, the first episodes, man, I had to freaking power through that. The power of alcohol could not help. Uh-huh. That whole first series of episodes was just bad. Uh-huh. It's like when you get to like where we're currently at right now, it's like, okay, yeah, it's not bad, but it's really standard. Those first like that whole first arc was just like, no, I apologize. I this is just a horrible show. I mean, you can sit there and sit through it, sure, but it, it it's like there is no explanation behind what they did in those first few episodes. If you are still somehow watching and saying it's good by episode two, okay, then sure, fine. You apparently like self-torture. 
Dude, I watched fucking Air Master, which was the worst self-torture in the fucking world. But that was due to punishment. Anybody who ever does anything stupid, I'm going to force them to watch that. <laughs> and yes, they are going to watch all of it. The entire that's, fucking thing. That, that's horrendous, isn't it? Like at least 26 episodes. <laughs> Dude, that sound quality was so fucked up, man. Dude, I would have rather got prodded by a fucking alien, alien anal probe than to listen to that shit again. Okay. Moving well, right along. Yeah. <sighs> we'll we'll see what uh what Toonami does next. Um Do you have to be leaving us, Caboose? Uh, yeah. Sure do, Mr. Sketch. I got like a half hour. Oh okay, good. We well, should that's, be done. That should, that, should, that should be enough to talk about fully cool then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Fully coolie. Furry curry. Fully fully curry. Furry curry. But what I am so I, I, fucking impressed about dude, shout after episode six if you wanted to sketch. Dude, I am so fucking glad they played some of the original music from the first one, man, with the um, pillows and the last dinosaur. Dude, that is my fucking jam. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, when we get out this podcast, I'm gonna listen to that. Yep. I'm just yep. more disappointed that the whole Adult Swim live tour thing with them is like big city, big city, big city. I live in the middle of the country, damn it. Yeah, they uh, also sold out super fast. <laughs> that wasn't surprising. Nope. That wasn't surprising at all. I was just more disappointed where it's like, okay, we're going to go here, 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 and here. And I'm like, <sighs> okay, I mean, fine. that's what you get for living in the boonies. That's just the, the oh, one big festival, right? Hmm? No, that, that was the Pillows concert. Oh, 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 okay. My bad. Anyway, let's... Uh... Let's get into this uh, Fooly Cooly episode proper. As we open up with yet another one of Hidomi's interesting dreams, this time a black and white kind of... uh, I shouldn't say watercolor, but kind of an oil painting sort of look to it. Interesting. She seemed to be wandering around a beach and constructing... I would figure E-Day out of rocks and shells and such. And then a uh, beam goes off in the somewhere and you see what seems to apply imply to be maybe Conti or whatever Hidomi turned into in the first dream sequence in the first episode. Just kind of flashing shadows, and then she wakes up, and we have, uh, I believe these guys are what are referred to as fraternity, which which is a organization that is fighting medical mechanica, and up until this point, their name has never been mentioned, I believe. Maybe it was like on a computer I didn't even realize they were point. called fraternity. I only realized that because I was looking, thinking back on the the original description for the season that Adult Swim gave back in like 2006. And then also looking at the episode description on the website and they mentioned that fraternity and medical mechanica are battling like oh these guys must be fraternity so anyway there ain't none of my fraternity the old uh yeah <laughs> the the old eye patch guy and Ico's dad take the remains of conti to uh a uh space immigration site to dispose of it and we see that Haruko is spying on things and also has a baby bulge from the look of it the next day at school she announces to the clearly still hypnotized class that she is getting married and no longer going to be their teacher and she 
gives a little story about how she met her dream man by being saved from being run over by a roller coaster and draws a really crude bird that is apparently Adamesque. <laughs> and of course, both Ide and Hidomi are like, this is such bullshit. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. But she convinces all of the kids to go to the amusement park, which just prior uh, Ide and Mori were talking about, because Mori wants to go to the amusement park with Aiko, and they're doing this special that if you have couples, it's like 99% off. Yeah, there's nothing going on there. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. But Haruko wants... Eva G to go there and she doesn't want to do it. Of course, she just doesn't want to be anything anywhere near Haruko. And Ide finally really confronts Haruko. He apparently brought a base to school to attack her with. So I believe that was Jinryu's guitar. Have a chat. Oh, yeah, that was Jinryu's guitar, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which. Is it a base? Haruko usually. I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't look. I think Haruko had the Rickenbacker, and I'm not sure what hers is. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Either. Spe- speaking of Jinyu, it seems very likely that Haruko's baby bulge has something to do with her consuming Jinyu in the previous episode. Pretty much. Not settling well, is it, Haruko? Hmm. He confronts Haruko and attempts to fight her, but she essentially just belittles him the entire time. And uh, she says something rather interesting that if strength was judged by the amount of hits you could take, then you wouldn't be considered so weak. So, Ide can take the punishment, but he can't dish it out. (laughs) Uh, no, dude, it takes a strong person, man, to take that many fucking hits and get right back up, dude. Trust me. It's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times your ass get back up. Mm-hmm. So, Hidomi walks in on Ide and Haruko in a less than appropriate position and assumes things and freaks out immediately and absorbs part of Ide. It's all very fast and crazy. And what else is new? All yeah, all that's left is looks to be like a deflated balloon. Um, yeah, just just a black deflated balloon. And Haruko's like, mm, my bad. This might be worse than usual. And it seems he's still alive in there in some capacity because he calls out for water and Hidomi takes him under the showers as she thinks back to a conversation she had with her mother earlier in the morning and hey remember that manga sequence from the first Fooly Cooly? <laughs> this is like the polar opposite. Instead of a totally frantic in your face manga sequence we have Really chill, laid back, slowly paced sequence for this whole conversation that she had with her mother, which her mother keeps trying to talk about how Hidomi should go out with Ide. And Hidomi wants to talk to her mother about her closing up the cafe and why she's not waiting for their <clears throat> her father anymore. And it's, well, it's it's a lot. And obviously there's a lot of things that are going through Hidomi's mind at this point. And now she's not sure what's happened to Ide, and it's, it's all just kind of washing over her and messing with her. But after Ide's sufficiently inflated, he floats up. Into space. Into some kind of space station. I believe they said it was this immigration 
satellite or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I believe is uh, also a fraternity thing. And that's where parts of uh, Conti ended up, and Conti has reformatted into sort of a little cute dog thing. Yeah. I want a plushie so bad. Oh, they totally should make a plushie of that. <clears throat> that would be great. Meanwhile, at the theme park, the whole nefarious plot there is they're trying to get N.O. power from all of the horny middle school kids, and uh, apparently they're not really doing it for them. <laughs> so they sort of use these ray guns to force it out of them, and things start heating up as they prepare their weapon to battle against Nako Mechanica. Oh yeah, and the uh, the iron that got tipped in the previous episode has created a whole bunch of fog that you would probably think more along the lines of steam all throughout the city. And after all of that craziness, Horiko's hanging out at the theme park and Hidomi storms in partially transformed and ready to kick Haruko's ass. And at that point, the sky turns completely red. And we all know what that probably means. Adamesque is arriving. So, clearly we're uh, rushing towards the climax. And some would argue... My only question is, is very rushing. I I want to say things, but I would rather just do a full blown hash it out after episode six before we go into the reruns. Because no, you actually had my, um, my... an interesting theory that I I wanted you to bring up. Which one? My brain <laughs> was this during one of my Twitter rants. Yeah, you had to remind me which one it was. Uh, the one that you said, if that happens, I'm going to deem this a failure as a story. Oh, God. Okay. I, I know where you're going with it, but I actually have to go to my Twitter account and pull up exactly what I said, because... I, I, this is why I like Twitter, because I can say really, really... Yeah, where is it? I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Might take a bit. Unless you got a link for me. I do not. So, uh... All right. Caboose, what did you think of this episode? Uh, lots of things happened. I'm still confused. It's fully coolie. That's that's all I got. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely more I... linear feeling than the original fully coolie. There's more <laughs> structure to the story, which is. I think is a good thing overall because it would be really hard to recreate the kind of lack of structure <laughs> that the original I had. Was, I will say I was getting some mixed signals from seeing Haruko pregnant in a school swimsuit ah! outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Terrell, your comments. I think we broke them. Excellent. Where'd you go? I'm right here. You haven't been saying anything. I've just been listening in, man. I'm trying to chime in when I can. Uh We literally asked you to chime in and you said nothing. I think I fell asleep, dude. Oh! Nice to know that my recap is so enthralling for you. <laughs> that's that's the whole thread. I just admit I feel one. But to my to my to be fair, I have been up since five AM this morning grilling. Well that that is commendable. Everybody's welcome uh, so, to come by. Uh, I'm just gonna cut some shit. Um <laughs> Like, why is it not showing up in the chat? Huh. 
over crying out loud. Skype, come on. Skype doesn't like you. What do you? What do you? What's what's the problem? No, for some reason the 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 text box on this side isn't doing anything. But I pulled it up on my phone. Ah, I see. Phil, she does come back. It'll be very. So you. Oh, uh, you, oh you... okay, okay, okay. Now I know what you're referencing. the The whole idea where um how how the final episode was going to work out. That's what I thought you were going for, but. I couldn't remember yeah. saying if it was a failure. Yeah, of course you. Yeah, gotta, no. you gotta talk, talk about. So, so I wanted to hear your theory of uh, how the final episode will play out. With the way it's going and the whole rebellion aspect of it, I'm figuring it's either going to be one of two possible methods, and I think the main one was basically going to end up being where. Since we're obviously going to have the big fight, it's going to wind up being Hidomi versus Haruko, which is going to be one side as the as the E-Day fight was, because, again, teenage angst and rage at this point. Um, And then I honestly figure what's going to happen is because since Conti, or the pup Conti, ended up eating part of what was E-Day after he came out of the, or after he got tr- processed through that satellite... I think what's going to happen is is they're going to end up rehashing the blood the the same thing as episode six from season one, where you're going to end up having E Day end up having a part of Adamus get him. So what's going to happen is either one of two things, and it was going to end up being either E Day fights Haruko or both of them fight Haruko in a powered up state. Ultimately, end up willing down Harko to the point where they have just enough to to admit that they love each other. They kiss, and then the powers are all released simultaneously. Or it ends up being, as, as an alternate, it's Ida gets his ass kicked, Hidomi goes to him, he admits he loves her, kisses her in that situation, she absorbs his power, which combines with her power, meaning we, we get that full mech suit from episode one in the dream sequence, and then that devolves into a big brawl, the power still ends up getting released, and then it ultimately ends with Haruko looking up at the sky, holding on to Jinryu's glasses and basically going, huh, I guess we did make the same mistake again. I don't like you. Mm. I mean, that's a really summed up version of it. I could go into more detail, but I I figure it's probably going to be somewhat ad- ad- similar to how the, 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 the first season ended, but without the you, you need to stay away from her concept because we don't have anyone like Jinryu anymore because she did. She ain't dead. She got reabsorbed. Dead. Unless they're going to pull some contrived bullcrap where she comes back out, which I could see maybe being a, oh no, she's Haruka's going to win last second block by by Jinryu before she gets reabsorbed again. It's going to be like, okay, fine. Well, this is the way I come out as a turd. Knowing this show, I would not be that surprised. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I, I just have a theory on it, and I feel we're going to have a fight. They're going to admit that they love each other. That's going to be the catalyst to go full power, and then the power gets released like what happened at the end of Season 1. Dude, at least he was man enough to spit it out, though. And seriously, man, well, Hidomi called her ass out on it, man. She's like, you're just a girl in love. And that's the whole fucking thing. Haruko is fucking in love with Adams, man. Well, totally infatuated. I'm like, seriously, dude, she can't have I wouldn't even that, say man. it's infatuation. It's more power it's hunger, but... Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah she is more obsessed it. with the power than anything else. Well, you know, women love because again, power. When she, because when she did that whole, oh, I found my hubby thing, I'm just sitting there going, this is a crock load of shit, and you know it, woman. You're in love with this power concept. You are not in love with any other factor. If you actually loved him, you would have agreed with what Jinryu had said and not had killed her off like you did. Or she probably still would have, knowing her personality. It's just, you probably would have agreed with her at least a little bit. Which, that's a whole other kettle of fish I won't go into. What type of fish? Amberjack? Amberjack? Metaphorically, she wants... To be the ball and chain, <laughs> mm-hmm. and tie down yeah. Adamisk. <laughs> the thing is, she doesn't. Yeah, have pretty much. Adams. I would agree with that. Uh-huh. Adamisk is 
Adam is, is a fucking rolling stone, man. Wherever he lay his hat is his home, man. Just gonna be I 100 just, about it. Well, uh, I'll, I'll be curious to see how a, 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 episode six ends. I mean, that was a prediction. I wouldn't necessarily have said if it goes like that, it'll be a failure. I, I was go. I, 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 I think I, I said something, Ed Kendall, like if if I do call it, I'm going to say it out loud. Where yes, the writing is just that bad. If you can make it, if I could call it out that easily, because even season one, you were entirely sure where it was going. But that could also be because I, you know, I've seen season one and understand it. So there's also that. I just, I just, uh, I really want to save my real thoughts for hashing out after episode six, if we can. It's okay, we can all. Plus, Caboose has to leave in a few minutes too, so I think we <laughs> should probably wrap it up. Got a condom? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, the plot is definitely moving along. We're getting more information on these various elements and particularly about fraternity and what they're up to, but it's still all kind of just vague. It's too, yeah, that's, uh, mm. I gotta get that set up. I really need to get that set up. It's like, hey, all this stuff is happening, but why? Why is it happening? It's because it's sparkle magic. What what has caused Animus to appear? Uh, well, you know she do have a little thing, the little chain on her wrist. Yeah, the chain on her wrist to. to uh, oh, I'm in the thing of my wrist. Yeah, exactly. Which again is a whole other question that I would like answered in regards to that. But the credits kind of already explained that. But it would be nice to get a legitimate answer as to what happened. Hey, that's what happens when you get tied down, man. Ball and chain, dude. Mm, seriously. I just have issues with the writing at points. Although, I will admit, out of everything, I'll say this currently, Unisex is probably the best character just for the jokes. Come on, Maury. Either. Huh. Yeah, whatever his name was. It was Maury. And no, yeah, dude, Maury was he wasn't Maury. wearing a fucking utility kilt. I just, I just found the one moment. Couples get ninety nine percent off. Everyone runs it, and he's the only one left. And, and, and I, I, I just laughed at that because I'm like, "Thank you. You are nailing all the jokes with this guy. Every joke with that guy has been spot on. It's been pretty amusing, indeed. But not to the point that it's. Oh, we got one episode left. That we do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, we'll see where it goes. Um, One more episode, and then reruns right after the fact. Yay! Yeah. Oh, don't worry, I got it on my DVR, so I'm going to death fucking marathon it repeatedly, man. <laughs> and then when they get it all on goddamn, when they have all three done, I'm just going to buy them on fucking DVDs or DVRs, man, or whatever the fuck it is I use, Blu-rays. Yeah, fucking sparkle I'd be curious if they do a steel box like they did with Jack. Dude, I need that in my life. That's all I gotta say. Fully Cooly, I wanted more out of the first fucking season. I got my fucking wish, man. Dude, if I could chop it up and line it up, man, I would snort it through my fucking nose. <laughs> I don't think that would be healthy, but okay. Shut up, Colt. Nobody asked you whether it'd be healthy or not. It's my fucking thoughts, man. True. What I want to do. <laughs> Bad dude. We don't talk about this in the next human resources meeting, okay? Well, I mean, if you want to, if you have the time, I still want to do a Heshin out after episode six and talk about the whole season two. Yeah, we'll, we'll cross okay. that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, if I don't burn it down first. <laughs> we'll be standing on the bridge at the exact same time, so that whole Heshin out series, I don't care where we're standing. Something's going to burn up. Doesn't matter, dude. As long as I got alcohol in my hand, let that motherfucker burn. Huh? There's certainly been some interesting developments with Toonami since that first one we did. So, something I wanted to point out, because I'm sure a lot of people noticed the different art style of this particular episode of Fooly Cooly Progressive. So um, beautiful. It's, uh, 
K. Suzawa his, uh, was the director for this episode, but each episode actually has a different director, whether you noticed or not. So the first episode was Kazuto Arai. The second was Toshihisa Kaya. The third was Yuki Ogawa. The fourth was Yoshihide Ibata. And the sixth was Hiroshi Ikahata. So it's a dandy situation. Interesting. I didn't know that. If I recall correctly, um, I mean, Suramaki was like head director of the original series, but I believe each individual episode also had its own director. So, kind of mirroring that. But these are, you know, newer talent. Right. Because I'm trying to remember, though, did... Because I, 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 I said this on Twitter, although I'm not sure how much time Caboose has left, but I don't remember them having done such a drastic art shift for an entire episode, though. I, I know they had moments here and there across the series, but I'm trying to think if like there was any one specific episode where it, it, it was an obvious art shift. Because most of the other episodes had all been the same art style. I think the, the gun episode was probably the most drastically different to the rest. Huh. I, I guess, yeah, but even then, I, I didn't really catch it as being obviously different. Even having watched season one again, it's like, it was different, but it wasn't, like, an obvious tell. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, this episode's sort of sketchy art style. I feel like it works, but, but in, the, in that fight sequence with Ide, it felt really choppy. And yeah, it worked stylistically, but it was kind of like, oh, whoa, where's the rest of the frames? <laughs> but with uh, Idomi, when she, uh, I said Idomi, Idomi, it's their pet name, right? Or maybe it's Hide. No, 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 no. Well, I was going to say that that'd be the ship name at that point. Yeah, the the ship name. That's that's it. Idomi. It's the ship name. Uh, um, I I believe. Uh, oh gosh, what's that guy's name? Ah, ba- Bahi JD. That that's it. Bahi JD. I believe. Uh, I believe I heard that he was involved with the sequence of Hidomi with the robot arm attacking Haruko, which. Not surprisingly, was one of the nicely animated things in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, fantastic. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Well, I got nothing else. Yep, we're we're tapped out. So, uh, yeah. hope you had a great holiday. By the time you hear this podcast, I'm sure Anime Expo will be well underway, and I will be there. Along with yes. CJ and... Uh, uh, anime Savior. Make sure you uh, tell Alex I said hi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Alex Mount David. Yeah, hopefully yes. we can... Uh, Alex said, well, if I can find the time and get caught up on my writing, then maybe we can do something. <laughs> it's like, I hope so. Dude, I'm glad you said that he's doing something with his writing, man. I need to mess with him now. Dude, it is my freaking pleasure and joy just to fuck with Alex when he it's, has uh, when he's stressed out. <laughs> It's my personal hope that the perhaps two of the things that he's currently working on would be obviously the GGO spinoff and perhaps also Konosuba dub. Konosuba dub? Mm-hmm. I want the Konosuba dub. Come on, Crunchyroll. Make it happen. And get yeah. Alex Von David to adapt the script and direct it. Yeah, because Alex <laughs> does a fucking kick ass job with his directing. Yes, man. he does. Yes, he But yes, I he love does. fucking with him so bad about it, man. Because, like, it's like he goes through these fucking rage rants, man. And I just sit up there and laugh at him, dude. <laughs> I love you, Alex, man. But I love making fun of your pain. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get on out of here. So you can... You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, we're 
of the podcast is available on all of the things, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio app. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Our Twitter is at Toonami Podcast. Our Tumblr, which, like, never gets used, is ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. Our SoundCloud is soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. That is where you can definitely listen to any audio that we upload. And uh, beyond that, you can go to podcast.tunamifaithful.com for old episodes of the podcast and also episodes of the Toonami Showdown. I hate those guys. Yes, of course you do. <laughs> I really need to talk to them. I haven't talked to them in a long time. Maybe get on the yeah, show. Yeah, maybe I'll bump into Scion at Anime Expo. I mean, somehow the last time I was there, he was there, and I <sighs> never got to meet him. Do we need to kidnap his ass? Maybe. Okay. Maybe so. Uh, yeah, I need to kidnap Jose again, too, though. Like, he definitely even went to the Tsunami panel, and <laughs> I still didn't see him. Also, yeah, see it's Corey. time. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to kidnap Corey, too, though. Uh, I don't know why, man. Yeah, pretty much. Corey, like, he has a, um, you know, he loves his um, friggin'. Let's see what it is. It's bringing plants, you know, that eat the bugs, the bug eating plants. I still believe that he's Genus trying to grow traps. Yeah, thank you so much, Caboose. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of running on fumes here a little bit. I didn't but know yeah. he was uh, such a fan of Venus flytraps. Oh yeah, his sun drops, man. Trust me, dude. I believe he's trying to build a fucking army of Venus flytraps to take over the world. That's I know what you're doing, Corey. That's fine. Little shop of horrors. Exactly. You doomed us all, man. Attack of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, but move around. Vegetation. It will kill us all. all right. Sorry for the rant. Eat your green vegetables, kids. Eat your vegetables. All right. Colt, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at AmbientVirus. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LifeVirus. Uh, I'll be streaming tomorrow for the new Final Fantasy Record Keeper FF8 event. Probably be like an hour and a half, I figure. But, you know, at the very least, I can get four people average now. So, yay! That's it. Caboose, where can we find you? Find me putting on pants right now. Ready for work. <laughs> um... Gonna go make but, that uh, money. <laughs> yeah, I work on the fourth, so you don't have to. Um, <laughs> that's a good slogan. <laughs> you can find me at uh, Caboose Junior on the Twitter, YouTube, Ask FM, um, playing Crash Bandicoot again till No Man's Sky comes out again. I make fantastic decisions. <laughs> That's it. That's there's no joke. Hmm. Darrell, where can they find you? Uh, you can always find me somewhere deep in alcohol. I mean, um, yeah, you can find me at Ukami. So there you can somewhere. find you at the cookout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The cookout is actually over here today. Yeah, but I'm not taking pictures. I'm just chilling. Nobody better bother me. Nothing. But seriously, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter.com. You can also follow me at Nasia underscore Roja Adenasi at Twitter.com. And that's pretty much where you can find me besides me sliding up at Sketch House to get a plate. <laughs> it's my aunt's house this year. Oh, it's cool. I, don't worry about it. Just say uh, Auntie would love back. you. Hell, she that good. Hey, look at me, sketch. You actually, yeah. you might actually remind her of her ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're so scared. <laughs> Is that Oops. That's interesting. You'd uh, you'd probably get along swimmingly with her uh, with her um, uh, uh, gosh, what's the term? Uh, um. Uh, yeah, we all we tapped out, man. It's okay. Yeah, we're all just completely. <laughs> we're we're all totally tapped out here. No, I just what is it? so like it's <laughs> a it's a son through marriage. So stepson, stepson. Yeah, that's it. Stepson. Yeah. Damn, man. 
that was people going through the like, card aisle for like Mother's Day and Father's Day is like appropriate for stepfather, appropriate for stepfather. <laughs> like, okay, what uh, are other cards not appropriate? For? Uh, it's all good. They just gotta, they just gotta, you know, segregate the various different kinds of greeting cards, I guess. Anyway, you can find me at Sketch1984 on Twitter. You can ask me questions on CuriousCat.me backslash Sketch1984. And I pop up on the Discord periodically. That's uh, that's pretty much it. So, until next time, uh, we hope you had a great holiday if you are in the U.S. <laughs> if you're not, oh, well, I guess Canada Day was recent, too. Nobody's listening to this podcast in Canada. (laughs) Why would they? (laughs) Why would they? I would assume they would. Maybe the episode with Carl was on. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. That was like, dude. That was like one of my favorite damn podcasts to do, man, because I got to talk shop with Carl, man. Yeah, we definitely got to have Carl back on. Oh, hell yeah, man. Like, dude, like when we do the poop dumps, man, like Corey stream, man, those are fucking awesome. When I managed to get on one. Corey allows me to be on because you never know what I'm going to say in that process. Just like this podcast. I guess he doesn't (laughs) allow me on because he knows exactly what I'm going to say? I have no idea. (laughs) I'm predictable. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening each and every week. And for now, we're punching out. Deuces! Deuces!